When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, morning everyone and welcome along to Summer Breakfast. If you're listening on SEN 1170am right here in Sydney, it is Friday the 26th of January, Australia Day 2024, as we fill the chair for Vossi and Brandy. And for the first hour, we welcome in our listeners tuning in on SENQ 693am in Brisbane and Patton Heels will take the reins from 6am local time. I'm Julian King. Jaleesa Raps is alongside me. Good morning, J.A. What's up? Can I tell you that uh, Trent Copeland texted me late last night at the conclusion of day one at the Gabba. And said, Jules, uh, here in Brecky, I'm more than happy to drive down from Queensland, sans sleep, and and do the program because, um, you know, that Trent Copeland, basically, every time you flick on the radio, flick on the television, uh, his mug or his voice is there. What is wrong with him? Mm-hmm. Like, he, he goes to extreme lengths to be able to do this show and has got so much else going on. He's just a little workaholic. I wonder how Kimmy feels about that. Oh, well. When's daddy coming home, young Lennon saying? <laughs> no, I know. I think is he, that no, daddy? But I think that's yeah. one of his main, is he's fitting all that in as well. He, you know what he doesn't fit in? Sleep. Well, sleep when you're dead. Like he does right, everything so, else yeah. except for sleep. And he still he's looks pretty great... good. So, so Charles came in this morning to do a photo for socials and I thought, I'm feeling a bit puffy on the one time I've got to get up at four something in the morning. No one look uh, at that photo, please. No, please, if you don't mind. Hey, the West Indies fight back day one of the Gabba test. You know, this is a thing nobody thought... They're going to win a test match, oh, but it was yeah. nice to see a bit of resistance. It's awesome. They were five for, what, 64 at one yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah. We thought, okay, we'll run through them. Australia might get a bat, uh, set a big total and roll through them before Cyclone Kiraly wreaks havoc potentially on the Gabba. Mm. And you're upset because you're saying, what about Cyclone? So the way the Cyclone thing works is that they have an alphabet. Yep. And so you might have Cyclone uh, Annalise. That's yep. A, and then you go to Cyclone Becky. And yeah. see, cross it off, and you go. Why won't they ever have a cyclone, Jaleesa? And I said, give it time. We looked up after Kiralee, so you've just missed the J. I know. So you need to hope that there's what twenty five more tropical cyclones before Jaleesa's a shot. Non dangerous ones. Non. Okay. Like somewhere where it's like you know not very populated mm. or something, but to be named after one would be um, you know, because I, I nothing's ever named after me, and I used to be a bit of an anomaly in that, like when I was a kid. I was the weird kid in multiple race, but like when you were a kid, weird, when you were a teenager, I was a weird. When you were a young adult. I was an adult. Um, no, but I was a weird like like I had the weird name. Now it's pretty common to have the weird name. You know what I mean? Like it's more it's more common to have the weird name than it is. But now I'm like I was one of the first. Okay, Julius. <laughs> uh, were you one of those as a kid that because uh, Julian? I, I hated my name Julian at, at the time because it weren't real. I think it was one other kid in my school that had the name Julian. And now I'm thinking about, well, primary school that was. And then now I think about all the cool Julians, like Julian Edelman and Julian McMahon and whoever else. The other Julians? No, the cool Jaleesas. I'm I'm just lifting. I'm sure there's other Jaleesas out there. Call in. (laughs) If your name's Jaleesa. Just looking up the screens here, Emma McKeon, Australia Day Honours. It's Australia Day 2024. She's the Young Australian of the Year. Okay, Emma McKean, most successful Olympic medalist, equaling the world mark of seven medals at one Olympic Games at Tokyo and bettering the Aussie record by securing her 11th career Olympic medal at those Games. So I was thinking about this, right? 
So you know how Tony Abbott briefly when was Prime Minister, sort of came in and said, I'm going to bring you back knighthoods and damehoods. And what? so he knighted Prince oh, Philip, which yeah. was a very strange thing to do. But if they were to do that, speaking about honours, is there one eminent Australian sports person that you would give a knighthood to, living or dead? A knighthood. A knighthood. So obviously you've got Bradman Jeez, and a few other, but you know, and then they stopped it. Alan Tung. Alan Tung, Sir Alan Tung. That's a lot of good work. <laughs> Be the first. I, I don't know how many knighthoods have been given out to eminent Australians. He could be the first redhead, though. Tungy. Alan Tung, is, I mean, Canberra legend, Canberra mm. Raiders legend. Um, I'm going to use the word legend. I know people get annoyed when you throw that around. No, but you did no, preface it by saying Canberra Raiders. It's legend. appropriate. It's pre- oh, all right. That's rude. Pro- <laughs> it's appropriate. Mm. Um, but also does great work. Does a lot of great work with um, young men. Does he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He does a lot of charity work and with domestic violence and things like and that. Good morning I just love Alan Tunk. Yeah, well, for good reason. Good morning to you, Alan Tunk. Hey, uh, guest today, Gavin Robinson is going to be here to discuss all the wash-up from the Gabba test. Sandra Sully, I'm very much mm. looking forward to this because oh, she does, too. speaking of Australia Honours, receive one today, Sandra Sully, your mm. erstwhile colleague at the 10 Network. Mm. Have you got any anything or any good oil on Sandra? Sandra is just one of those people. I mean, I obviously watched Sandra when I, uh, I just moment Sandra, but when I was quite young, and then to be sitting next to Sandra, just reading the sport was just like a mind blowing moment to me. But the aura of Sandra is just only surpassed by how nice and warm and just professional and just I love Sandra. I don't work obviously at ten anymore, but no. I miss a lot of good people there, and Sandra is one of them. She has, I reckon. If I got to think about the greatest news reading voices, uh, she's top three. Mm. She's on the podium. Mm. Just something really. I mean, they was it full frontal one of those um, skit comedy shows called a Sandra Sultry, and they had like a, a character, oh, okay. Sandra Sultry. <laughs> right, I can't <laughs> say. I've really seen that. delightful voice. She's going to be our guest on the program today, Australia Day Honours. Uh, well, just on that too, I, I might, and I'll bring this up. So many years ago, when I was at the other network, and I was working with Kerry O'Keefe. And he was in the Formula One celebrity race. Uh, I can't remember what year it was. It might have been oh, four or five or, or whatever it was. And uh, James Tompkins was in there too, the Olympic rower. And he said that Sandra absolutely thrashed her car around the track. Thrashed her car around the track. Yeah. So I, I need to ask her about that. I could believe that. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really? Okay, she's, so um, she's one of those... Well, she's very, she's very into her sport. Mm. Um, in particular hockey, she does a lot yeah. of work with hockey, but, um, yeah, she's very, she's very cool. Also today on the program, Mark Woodford, all the latest issues out of the Australian Open. We got the women's finals sorted. Mm. Of course, Zhang is through and then Sabalenka, uh, sought revenge on Coco Goff after going down to her at the US Open final last year. And then we got the semi, the men's tonight. So we got Novak Djokovic taking on Yannick Sinner, which is going to be a massive, massive match because Sinner actually got him, Jay, a couple of times at the back end of last year. The mm. thing is, though, is that they don't play five-set matches outside of Grand Slams. Mm. So this is where Novak's got the edge because I don't think Yannick can get him over five. Mm. I just don't. And mentally, there's no one better over five sets than Novak Djokovic. Mm. And then you got Zverev. And the thing about it is that gets me about Zverev. You know, he's got these these domestic allegations hanging over his head. And so every time he goes to the press conference, it's literally the first question he gets asked. He goes, Whew, wow, guys, I didn't expect that. And I said, maybe you should be briefed better, buddy. Mm. So how can you not expect that mm. question? 
Mm. How can you not expect that question? Yeah. And he, he defeated Alcaraz. He was pretty limp the other night, i got to say. That was really yeah, disappointing. Yeah, he was so um, off, like, like in terms of errors, just uncharacteristic errors. It wasn't – I don't think it was actually Zverev playing well. I mean, obviously Zverev was he good. He played but, well. But I feel like Alcaraz was very bad. Yeah, he was horrible. And the thing – because most people assume that Alcaraz would go through to the final. And so they had the tickets for the final, like the premium seats who were in the thousands. And now that he lost, apparently the price has chopped off to about sort of eight, nine hundred. The thing about Alcaraz is like, obviously former world number one, but if you look at that time, it's obviously hard to get to world number one. But at that point, there was, you know, no ranking points at Wimbledon. Um, Novak Djokovic couldn't play a bunch of tournaments because of what was happening in COVID. It, maybe he's gotten to that world number one it's a little bit false. Um, so I don't, I th- he's good, but obviously he's, he's struggled against, you know, when the re- other guys have come back. The text line number 0457736736. Weather in Sydney today, heading for a top of 38 degrees in the city, 40 in the West. See, if I was the West Tigers, I know they got Jerome Lillway over the line, but mm. you'd say, well, mate, you'd be going out there on every 42, 42 degree Penrith summer day. I said, it's a little bit cooler. Three, four degrees cooler. T- it's cooler at Leichhardt. At the just letting you know, but if that's your main know. selling point, that is concerning. Well, what are you going to sell? We've been back-to-back wooden spooners. You know, cash guaranteed to improve <laughs> our position because you can't go any sink any further. So, thirty-eight degrees uh, tops of Sydney today, forty in the west. In Brisbane, thirty-three degrees, partly cloudy. So they should get a clear day play for day two. This might be the last the clear day. Yeah, and now, and now, yeah, because I think the weather's got to yeah going to descend on the Gabba. For day three, our thoughts, of course, with those in North Queensland facing power outages and flash flooding as Tropical Cyclone Curly makes landfall. So who would you knight? Who would you knight? What about you, Lieutenant Dan? Good morning. Uh, morning, Jules. Morning, Jay. How are we? Good. Uh, what about Trent Robinson? Uh, back-to-back 2018. You know what? Yep. You know, can I just turn your mic off there, Jay? Okay. It was <laughs> really stupid. I didn't even think about that <laughs> question and asking mm. a Roosters fan. I know. And coming, oh, what, about Trent? what about Trent Robinson? Yeah. Yeah. You did put me on the spot as well. I'd knight Alan Tung before I'd knight Trent Robinson. We've gone on a very rugby league, like there are other sports. <laughs> I asked you who you'd knight and straight away you kicked off the whole rugby league thing. Was it Alan Tung? I know. Yeah. Well, yeah, Alan Tung. Why not? Shameless plug. Now, Powerball apparently, Jaleesa Raps, is going to mm. jackpot to the highest lottery prize in Australian history. There were no winners last night's $150 million draw. So it goes now to $200 million. I bought a ticket a couple of weeks ago and it was 50 same. And I was at um, I was in Sydney's or New South Wales, the Central Coast, and little beautiful little town called Tawoon Bay. And I thought, you know, I had this theory that because every time I used to go through the paper and see where lottery winners pay, they're always sort of regional parts of the state. Mm. So every time I go out of Sydney, I make a habit of buying a lottery ticket. So I did it. Come in the next day, ah, oh, you know, I just got to, you know, you jokingly walk in, hey, morning, just here to collect my millions, ha ha ha, and I put it in, and you hear the. Dun, 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 dun. The winnings, and for that brief moment, you just go, "Hang on, hold the phone, hold the phone." And Don't you check it online before you go in. No, no, it's a, a physical ticket I bought. Yeah, I don't have a lottery account, so you can just, you still check it online? You just, so we, yeah, you just go on the website and put. Yeah, it's the not as fun in. though. You know, it's around the corner from the coffee yeah, okay. shop. So All while right. I'm here, and I heard that noise, and I thought, you thought that we're brief on here. moment, we are on here. We're on twenty six bucks. Thank you very much. A tidy profit. Lovely. Mm. Uh, I didn't actually remember that there was a uh, draw last night. Thank goodness no one won because I would have been kicking myself thinking that would have been me. But 
Yeah, yeah probably not. Uh, no, it would have been Jules. Um, but I did find a lotto ticket on the ground at the supermarket. I haven't checked it yet. You Hang on. So you found one on the ground. I found one on the ground. And it was a live ticket. It was right. for that for for that night, yeah. Right, okay. And the thing about it is, so if, if it's registered, that's why they say register, so if yes. you lose it, it's, yeah. it's in your name. Yeah. And was this a registered ticket? I don't know. Oh, right, it doesn't okay. say on the ticket. Oh, well, I assume, well, it doesn't say registered, so I assume it's either not registered or they just don't put that on the ticket. But then I, I picked it up and because I was like, oh, funny, lottery ticket. And then I thought to myself, how am I going to find the owner of this? Well, you won't. Because, no, you could. How? Well, I went all this through these psychopathic ways because this is how my conscience works. The the notice board at the local centre uh, found CCTV the photograph. of what? them dropping yeah, it. Yeah, okay. But so what are you going to go to security? I, I can't with a really... Send security and say, can I just have a look at your, um, your footage from the last? Because you don't know when they bought the ticket. Mm. And, and just, what, monitor that spot no. for hours yeah, to see yeah, if yeah. anyone drops a, a lot yeah. of ticket. That's a lot of heavy lifting. Yeah, I know, but you couldn't keep it the bad karma. You couldn't do it. Yeah, but and you'd it, hope no, okay. Well, hang on. Is it bad karma, or is this part of some kind of like, grand divine plan? Maybe you're meant to find this ticket. Maybe this person that lost it wasn't meant to have a windfall at this stage of their maybe life. Maybe I was meant to find it though, mm. and it was testing me to see how good a person I am. But you'll never know, right? So if you do hand in the ticket and it's a winning ticket, and how will you feel then? I've made my well. Like if I go to the if it's if it's a nominal amount I wouldn't care. Okay, what's what's the what's the minimum then? Oh, like the minimum's like a like under a hundred bucks. Then you're okay with it. I'm just gonna. I still feel like I'd have to donate it. Right. The okay. karma would get to me. Yeah. Right. Okay. I, I would get to the anxiety would be too much mm. for my little brain. But like I said, like so, you know, what if it was meant to be? Well. But, well, maybe. Well, maybe you're meant to find it. Maybe you're meant to win a hundred million dollars, and then with that hundred million dollars, think you know, forget about the hundred bucks you're going to give to charity. Think about what you can do with a hundred mil, mm. right? Or then you'd find the person and just say, "Look, you lost this ticket. I'll go you fifty-fifty. I'll go you fifty. There you go. Problem solved. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. So this is interesting. What about Julian O'Neill? Would you would you knight Julian O'Neill? Yeah, Schlossy hopping me. Um. Uh, no, sorry, that's not knighting. That's uh, famous Julians we're talking about. Famous that's Julians. A, yeah, I don't know if you'd be in the top three, though, with deep respect to Julian O'Neill. And good morning to you, J-O-N, if you're listening. It is the first Julian I would think of after you. Julian O'Neill. Yeah. Yeah, you are rugby league hardwired. <laughs> <laughs> that is the first that I Julian. I don't have this compliment. It's, if oh, someone Jul- said to me, do you know a Julian? I'd go, Jules King, yeah. Julian O'Neill. Like, who are we talking about? Mm. Which one? Julian O'Neill. No, I, I probably think. Julian McMahon. Okay. Yeah, right. Son of Billy McMahon, former Australian Prime Minister. Mm-hmm. And of course, from, what was that? He was in Home and Away, Julian McMahon. And then he was in Charmed and a handful of sort of Ameri- Nip Tuck and oh, a handful of Oh, I know the one you're talking yeah, about. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Good looking yeah, fella, yeah. too. Yeah. Something to do with, you know, that name and handsomeness, pretty much. Yeah. 0457 sure. 736 736. That is the text line number. We are up and running this Australia Day, Friday the twenty Friday the twenty sixth of January, twenty twenty four. Tell us too if you're working today, as we are. We're putting the hard yards, mm. uh, and what are you up to? 
I always public forget holiday it's public Friday. holiday because, like in media, you don't get public. No, holidays. you don't. I do never you? remember that it's a public holiday. No, well, it never used to be a public holiday until sort of what mid late nineties, I think. Right. Okay. Yeah. I was too young to work. No. So prior to that, it wasn't a public holiday. Yeah. So if you are up and about today, you are at work. Let us know. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. We are here for Bryden's lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Bryden's lawyers. Good morning. Summer breakfast Friday, twenty sixth of January, twenty twenty four. Australia Day. I'm Julian King. Jaleesa Raps is with me filling in for Vossi and Brandy and breakfast, of course, powered by our great friends at Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Text line 0457 736 736. We've somehow gone from who would unite, talking about Australia Day honours, to famous Julians and everything in between. Just on the rugby league front, because you wanted to knight Alan Tung. So Alan Tung has a sort of a ring to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, NRL clubs, JA, this is a bit of a story that emerged yesterday, heading to Vegas, have been reassured by Peter Volandis that players have fallen foul or who have fallen foul of the law will not be stopped at the border. This is Blake Solly, Rabbitoh CEO, talking to Nine News yesterday. I think everyone who knows Peter will know that um, he's a can-do person and he'll want to, he'll want to get things done. And, and so he uh, understood our concerns. He also understood some of the challenges that Andrew's faced um, and he was able to bulldoze through a few of them today. From what Peter and Andrew said today, they're very confident that that won't be the case, that all the players will get access to the US, which is really important for the game. We want to see the best players on the field and um, we want to put the best show on for the US market. They're only talking about a select few here, but on top of that, I mean, was this ever really going to be a hurdle? For the NRL, hundred percent. You reckon? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, it it was like it's it's a, not an easy place to get into. Like, and obviously, there's a lot of people going over there. Like, I, I'm still waiting for my visa. I've got six days till I have my interview for my working visa because you need a working visa yeah. to go over there. Um, but yeah, hundred percent. It's it's a, such a difficult place to get into if you've got any mark against your name. That um, there will be discussions going on with uh, ambassadors, everything like that for sure. 0457 736 736. Jules, remember the great sign at the Raiders game? You've got Big Willie, but we've got a great tongue. Yes, I do. Yeah. 0457 736 736. Morning, JA and JK. Uh, just regarding the lottery ticket, if it was registered, it would have a name on it. As for someone, I would not mind to be Sir George Pickens, and yes, I will be working today. Good on you, Darren. Uh, I think you Darren and me. also said he's a painter, isn't he? Is that... Well, he's a Mad Bunnies fan, George Pickens. Well, the saviour. another person we've got? No, yeah, sorry. he was I'm the confusing, saviour. I'm confusing uh, jobs with our listeners. What, painting? Yeah. Well, no, because Darren, are you a painter? Let me know. Else, no, someone else is uh, here. Barry. Barry, good morning, J&J. If someone would be knighted, I would pick Shane Warne, the king of spin. Also, I'm working today being self-employed painter and decorator. Cheers, Barry. Oh, so so... I've confused the listeners. Yeah, well done, Barry. You couldn't argue against knighting Shane Warne if that was a possibility, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd happy, happily do that. I'd probably knight him before Alan, uh, Alan Tongue. Oh, okay. Well, that is a bold play statement. Favorites. That is a bold statement. Why can't statement. they know at the same time? Why have we got to do this? You can only pick one. Why have we got to fight? You can only pick one, <laughs> all right? You've nailed your colours to the mask, Miss Lime Green. Yeah. Now, uh, hand cream. Oh, yeah. What's happening here, I told Delisa you this as I came in. Well, I somewhat got accused of stealing. <laughs> so you, sum- you somewhat got accused of stealing. I, yeah, I was carrying my <laughs> I was carrying my hand cream into the um the Woolies and I got a bunch of groceries. I was also carrying some swimmers I'd had repaired in a bag. Hang on, you're 
Swimmers he had repaired. <laughs> I got these swimmers in Italy and I really like them. How and you I repair bro- swimmers? I like broke it. them. Might have had too many sausage rolls over the <laughs> Christmas period. Yeah. And the swimmers have struggled uh-huh. ever since. Is it a two-piece? Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. Okay, anyway, yeah. I had them repaired because uh, I really like them. Anyway, I'm not going back to Italy to get another pair, so I, I had them repaired. Anyway, that's besides the point. I w- paid for all my stuff at the self-serve, but obviously didn't put the hand cream in because I bought it in. And then the lady was like, you didn't scan it. I said, yeah, I, I bought I bought it in. She's like, I didn't see you bring it in. Was it a brand that they sell at Woolies? Yeah, and okay. it was pretty brand new. Like it did right. look like I had flogged there. So like the bottom of the cream, the tub hasn't been kind of squeezed and half rolled up. No, 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 no. And so if you pop fresh. the lid off, is it sort of crusty around the outside? And, I you know, didn't so. go to that. I just, I just got out of there. I said, yeah, look, okay. check the security footage. Mm. I'm tired. It was after Monday's show. Okay. I'm, I'm getting out of here. That's quite a, I mean, that's quite the accusation. Oh yeah. I think so. so prove it. Yeah. Well, I think also I, um, I was looking a bit disheveled, which is, it, it's not funny the way you get treated where I wear, I am dressed always quite professionally because I have hair and makeup people at work. Every time you come in, I've done breakfast with you a handful of times over the years and you're always impeccably dressed when you come into the studio. Yeah, because I've so. got to. Yeah. You see me on a day off, it is chaos. Mm. Like I am unrecognizable. You're an unmade bed. Like there's some journos that live near me and they go, why have I never seen you around the, I said, you probably have, you've probably gone, who, who is that? And she's, she's not doing well today. <laughs> they just start chucking money at yes, you. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. so then I feel like that day I was looking particularly disheveled and, uh, isn't it, it's just funny the way you get treated different, different mm. ways you get. So are you suggesting that if you walked in impeccably dressed to, you know, dressed to go to work, that Absolutely. she wouldn't have bailed you up about the hand cream? I don't think so. I think I looked like. Yeah, I think I look like I wasn't doing well that day. Mm, okay, oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. There is a social experiment right there. Summer breakfast this Friday, twenty sixth of January, twenty twenty four, Australia Day. Let's get the news headlines.